The NHL All-Star Weekend is officially here, and a lot of people could really care less. Why has interest in the All-Star Game dropped so much in the past couple of years? Plus, Anna and I put our planning skills to the test and design our own NHL skills competition. And you've seen the Predators' vacation pictures. It's time for a Preds vacation fit check. Coming up today on the Locked On Predators podcast. Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast that's available to you wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com. I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at InsideThePreds.com. Also want to mention today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Well, Ann, you and I were uh, talking off camera this week and we we're like, yeah, are you ready for the NHL All-Star Weekend? And both of us kind of had the same answer. Yeah. Yeah, there's like the world's yeah. tiniest little flag. Yeah. Way. Um, and it's it's interesting because it seems like when you talk to a lot of other uh either fans or co-hosts in our network, there's just a lot of people that are kind of whatever about the all-star game. Yeah, there is not a lot of buzz about the all-star game. I there was way more buzz, I think, about like the results of the fan voting than there was yeah. about the fan voting and that I think that there will be about the actual event. Like it is not, it's just not a big thing in the NHL that I can pick up from different fan bases. Like you said, as you, we kind of hear across the network, there's just not a lot of enthusiasm for the NHL all-star game. And, you know, look, I love UC Soros as much as, you know, most of my own children, can't, you know, thrilled that he was named to the All-Star, super excited about that. But other than just seeing him in net in those absolutely killer All-Star jerseys, meh. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun to see a guy like UC Saros go out there mm-hmm. um, you know, and do stuff. But, you know, you ask like, you know, anybody else and it's just kind of like, ah, yeah, you know whatever little Uh, internet yeah it's wild too because you go back you know nhl put out like some instagram stuff this week of like stuff from all-star games past and it's like gretzky versus lemieux on there and just like you know crowd going wild for any time they touch the puck and you know gordy howe's final all-star game where he was a member of the hartford whalers and he happened Mm -hmm. to be at joe lewis arena like the first time he'd ever been there um, to say goodbye to the Red Wings crowd. And, and you know, uh, there's, like, even, like, really fun moments, you know, through the years, like, you know, the Owen Nolan calling the shot against uh, Dominic Hasek. Just, like, really fun moments. And, you know, everybody always talks about, like, hardest shot competition stuff like that. And it's just, like, you know, it, it's interesting because it just doesn't have 
that same sort of buzz anymore. And, you know, part of that is just, you know, it seems like we got into a, um, you know, a long habit for, for a very long time of like a lot of the top players like sitting out right of the all-star game like there was a big stretch where neither crosby nor um you know neither crosby nor no ovechkin wanted yeah. ovechkin like notorious you know told people that he didn't want to be picked um you know because he you know players would much rather have the time off yeah instead of like going to florida and playing a hockey game yeah and, and look and Florida's lovely, but when you look at where some of the other guys from the Nashville Predators are right now, vacationing, yeah. <laughs> like if you're a hockey player, would you rather be sitting in front of media that you don't know and answering questions, which let's face it, there's not a ton of hockey players that that is their jam anyway, or would you rather be, you know, backpacking in Belize or do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's ice fishing with Matt Duchesne, ice fishing with Matt Duchesne. Although, oh my gosh, his son's enthusiasm for ice fishing literally melted my heart. So precious. But yeah, I, I think it's to a point where it needs kind of a whole revamping because when you, it's one thing to have an audience that maybe isn't as bought in, but when you have actual players that maybe aren't bought in. Like you said, you had times where Ovechkin's like hard pass, like hard pass on the all-star game. Um, There needs to be some sort of revamping. And I do think there are a couple of elements of it that are very cool that I would keep, but overall it's hard to be super enthusiastic about it. And I think there's a couple different reasons for that. One of them is I think there's maybe not enough, like everybody in the league, of course, knows Connor McDavid. Everybody in the league knows, you know, Sidney Crosby. So there are some across the league all stars, but I think that there's maybe not enough cross pollination for for um, popularity when it comes to some of the other more fringe all stars that you could really build some fun momentum around, like first time all stars yeah. or. You know what I mean? Like, I just think well, it's different than it, other Pro Bowls. And doesn't it, like, tie into what we were talking about yesterday with the NHL team, like, TV ratings, where it's just, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, a lot of people that, like, you know, you say, other than Crosby, other than Ovechkin, and maybe, like, Evgeny Malkin, could you name, like, one, like, NHL player? Like, who's, like, right. the best NHL player right now? And a lot of them, you know, a lot of them would, like, struggle for a long time. And their first thing would be, like, is P.K. Subban still playing? You know, there, there's not <laughs> yes. a lot. Of, yeah, there's not a lot of, like, even guys like Connor McDavid aren't, like, being Super marketed marketable. as much. And I, I don't know if that's a failure on the NHL to not, you know, market their stars a little bit more and make mm-hmm. things a little bit more mainstream. Or is it like, you know, Connor McDavid is a boring ass person. Like, is it, it, and it's the same way with a lot of stars, you know, True. there's not a lot of personality in today's NHL. And I think that's just kind of the, how hockey culture has become, you know, there's mm-hmm. not like the, the Brett Holes and Brendan Shanahan's of the world that have like these you know, are your top players, but larger than life personalities. It's just half of these stars are just boring ass people like <laughs> milk, toast, white bread. 
Yeah. No. And well, and you think about it when, when you see young kids pretending like they are the quarterback making the Super Bowl, the, the last minute Super Bowl catch or yeah. the basketball player making the three point shot at the buzzer to win the championship. They all follow up that play by giving the interview and being like, woo, and ostentatious. Yeah. And like you said, I am awesome. I am awesome. That is, in fact, the greatest thing you will ever see. You know, when you see hockey being played, and I think you're seeing a little bit more of it with younger younger generations now, but you don't have um, in hockey, outside of P.K. Subban, who, on the record, nailed being a superstar for hockey, yeah. and we thank and everybody you. everybody hated him for it. They're ridiculous people. Like he got he got traded out of Montreal for being uh you know like a distraction. Like oh he's not he's not dialed in. He's like all about his brand and blah 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 blah. So dumb. You can be amazing. Like look at football players. Look at basketball players. Yeah. You can be the best at your sport and also have tons of personality. One does not d detract from the other. P.K. Subban is the best thing that ever happened to the NHL hockey. And I agree with you. He is like one of those famous painters who will not be appreciated until, you know, after his time. But yeah. hockey does not have that. Not only am I amazing, but I'm going to get in front of a reporter and I'm going to tell them on the TV cameras, look at what I just did. Like they just don't grow that kind of gravitas in hockey. And in the NFL this past weekend, Travis Kelsey won the AFC championship and then cut a wrestling promo on Cincinnati's mayor. <laughs> uh, like George Kittle, you know, to fire up his team was in the huddle, like laughing and dancing, even when he was down because he wanted his team to be loose. You know, you guys got like Jamar Chase, you know, cutting sound bites and stuff Come like on. that. You know, in the NFL, you know, players do that. And it's like, all right, they got some swagger. They got some swagger. Like they're having fun, you know, anybody does it in the NHL. Like imagine like somebody dancing on like a pr the Predators bench if they were down like 4-1 no. in the game just to try to rally the team up. That would be dissected on every podcast, you know, for where imagine if like, you know, like if, you know, Matt Duchesne scored a game winning goal against the Winnipeg Jets and then cut a promo on how much Winnipeg's chancellor or city council sucks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. that, would, that would be like, Oh, there's, there's no place in that for this league. Like have some fun when other team, when other leagues do it, it's swagger. Yes. When the NHL does it. It's like, this is a distraction. He's not a team player. You know, he's not focused on the game. Think you know, about part of that's like the in locker room culture. And part of it, I think it's like fan media expectations too. Think about Ryan Johansson. Now, I know we've talked about yes. Ryan Johansson and, you know, he stood up at this team meeting. I don't know what he shared. I wouldn't want to speculate that, but it was motivating to this team. But you look at Ryan Johansson. What is sort of the like tongue in cheek narrative around Nashville when it comes to Ryan Johansson? Yeah, eh, he's not that serious. He's goofy. Like, is he really that serious about hockey? Because Ryan Johansson is a freaking fun guy. You know, he's got personality. And I'm like, 
let it out, Ryan Johansson, and everybody yeah. buckle up because A, he's still going to play hockey. B, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. But they 100%. just don't do it. Come on, Ryan Johansson. Yeah, for, for sure. You know what's one fun thing about this year's All-Star Game, though? What's that? The skills competitions. These are some of the, I think, the best lineup of skills competition in a second. We'll talk about which ones we're most excited for coming up. And Ann and I are going to make our own skills competition. Why not? Uh, but before we do that, I want to mention today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook and our new betting partner here at Locked on Predators. You can download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. That's right. If you're a first-timer, you'll all you have to do is sign up and you'll get a $3,000 bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spread to who will score a touchdown. How long do you think the National Anthem is going to be this year? How many uh, passing touchdowns do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to have? What's the over-under there? Those are some of the uh, fun bets, either has to do with the game or not. How long, how many Budweiser commercials will there be? Pick something, <laughs> and there's probably a bet like that on FanDuel Sportsbook. And their app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So, Join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL, and now the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, Dan. I was looking at the lineups and stuff for the skills competition, which is tonight. Yeah. There's some fun stuff in there. Like, give, we just talked about how much we don't care about the NHL All Star game. But I will say, like, some of the stuff they have lined up this time is kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. My favorite one that they're doing this year is the uh, NHL splash shot. Yeah. 100% here for this. Like, I, whoever in the meeting came up with this. You're the guy we want in charge or the woman we want in charge next year. So just go yeah. ahead, y'all, and promote that person. So it's basically a dunk tank where, you know, if you, you know, hit a slap shot, you know, you drop somebody in the water. Now, who gets to be in the water? That's what I'm trying to look up. Like, who do they get to dunk? Because if yeah. it, see, make it Gary Bettman. Yeah. So why was... is it not Gary Bettman? So it's players compete head to head and each player will be required to hit targets before attempting to dunk their opponent. So are they like, are they like sitting, like standing on a platform and then just like fall in? I when, don't like, know. That's done. Is there like a bucket, like a, like a Nickelodeon slime bucket full of water that pops yeah, out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also like the, the, basically the golf. Where it's like uh, golf with hockey, where you have to you like you know fling pucks towards a hole, mm -hmm. uh, like it's yeah you know, I got like Johnny Gaudreau, Clayton Keller doing that this year, where it's like kind of a mix of like a par four golf tournament, but also like you're trying to you know wrist shot some stuff away. 
I like that. I think that'll be kind of fun. I thought Vegas um, last year uh, when Roman Yossi competed outdoors, I love that they had some outdoor stuff when he did the one with the water at the Bellagio in the yeah. Like, like kind the, of the that island. Gulf yeah, sort of, trying yeah. to land the pucks on the island. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm here for that. Um, I like, I, I would be lying if I said I didn't like some of the more traditional things. I do like the fastest shot. Like, I do think that that yeah. is just interesting. And I like it because you can see the guys get competitive about it. Like, in, in general, sometimes part of the problem in the NHL is there's very little affect <laughs> from the players. But you yeah. can tell in this one, like, they're like, oh, no, I am going to beat that one. And yeah. when they do, they they do have a little swagger. So I do like that one as well. And that's, you know, that's hockey related. That's a hockey skill. So, okay, I will give you that one. Yeah, there, there's that. There's the hardest shot. There's accuracy. Like some of the traditional ones are fun. Um, <clears throat> I wish they would just do like, you know, end the night with the breakaway challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the one where it's like they have like the creative, like, you know. Yes. Like Jack Hughes had like the magic box and, uh, you know, back in Nashville, you know, I, I can't remember which player it was that, um, you know, had his kid take the shot. Yes. And then uh, like two shots later, Jakob Vorchek had Johnny Gaudreau like holding him <laughs> like a child doing like, yes. the same thing. Yeah. Um, that was, you know. I wish they would end with that because I feel like that can be like your your slam dunk competition mm-hmm. where it's just like a fun thing to see like how creative you can be. Yes, I would yeah. agree. I think that's the granddaddy of them all when it comes to the skills portion of it, for sure. All right. If you had to design a skills competition, Anne. <laughs> I spent way too much do? time on this. Yeah. <laughs> I spent way too much time on this. So I went outside of the box on some of my ideas and some I kept in. One of the things we were watching, um, my husband and I were watching last night was the um, NFL Pro Bowl. And one of the activities they did last night, which I thought was brilliant because they're kind of revamping the the NFL Pro Bowl as well. But they did AFC versus NFC in dodgeball tournament. Now, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. My favorite was when Saquon Barkley, who is a Penn Stater, so you know I love him extra, was the only one left on his team in dodgeball, and everybody was yelling, aim at the quads, aim at the quads, (laughs) which I thought was amazing. (laughs) Which, as as a former uh, high school dodgeball team player... Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they teach you. You got to throw mid because you can't duck and you can't jump. Yep, yep. Um, So I like that that's like, look, that's not necessarily a football skill per se, but it was very, it was very competitive. It was very competitive and very fun. So I tried to think of some things like that. So one of my ideas was you need to get one of the machines and you see these in a bar. If my mom is listening I've heard about them in a bar, um, but you know how they used to have the things in, in kind of some of the more seedy bars that was a machine and it had the punching bag and you would oh, punch like it and it would punch. hardest yeah. punch. Why does the NHL not have a hardest punch competition with something like that? Would that not be, I mean, like I'm yeah. not advocating I mean, that they yeah. punch each other like that, but would that not be so fun to see like what's tanner Jado's number yeah do you know how much people would complain about that 
I know. You know the anti-biting hockey crowd. Well, and I'm not oh. advocating. I'm not doing that advocating yeah. for fighting. Just like I'm not advocating in the NFL that you take the football and you throw it at Saquon Barkley's quads. But you know what I mean? The, like, yeah. The bag is Corey quads. Perry's face. Oh, now, now I'm intrigued. Okay. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> I just changed your entire. Uh, now I'm intrigued, friends. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, for me, I kind of went like the same like novelty old school game route. Mm -hmm. I had two. So remember like this game where it's like it was almost like you had like the little like pellet gun and there's like the like rabbits or ducks or something that like kind of moved back and forth. Yeah. Do that, but like with shooting a hockey puck. Yes. Where it's like, you know, kind of like moving targets or some kind of moving targets. Like NFL used to do this, I think, with like the quarterback accuracy competition where there was like a uh like a row like a robotic receiver that you had to like hit in stride. Um, you know, something like that. Or like something like whack-a-mole, where it's like you're you're standing like on like the end of an ice and it's like like a target lights up for like four seconds mm-hmm. or like, you know, three seconds and you have to see it and hit the target before the light runs out. Like yeah. different, like roving target kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I love that idea of, you know, the kind of the moving target. I feel yeah. like the Nashville predators would clean up on that because they don't usually pass to the actual target. So make it a moving target and see what yeah. happens. Why, why not? Also, you remember the, uh, Remember, I was trying to think of it's like one of my favorite games is ski ball. I love ski ball. Remember, remember, like a few years ago, they did the um, like the the thing where they were like on top of like the lower bowl concourse and they had to like shoot over the concourse on the ice. Do that, but like ski ball or something like that, where like you land yes. it here. I did might. I think the concept was kind of there for yeah. ski ball, but I don't know. They need to add something to that, like dollar amounts on the ice. And like when the player hit the dollar amount, either donate it to a charity or pick a hockey fan in attendance that's there and be like, hey, for every dollar I get, you make this much money. Like now we're talking. Now we're cooking with fire, my friend. Exactly. We're we're on a roll. We got something going on. We're on a roll. The other idea I had for something like this is something that I've seen the Predators do um, at camps. And I think it's super fun. They do small space uh, two on two where they move the the goals, one on the blue line, one on the red line. So you're looking at about 25 feet in the middle of the ice. um, Mm -hmm. and, And it's just toss the puck out there. And see what happens. And let me now. I don't know that you would do this in the middle of a season because I can, in fact, see how someone could get injured. <laughs> but it's that like close space, physical contact, puck hunting. Like yeah. I think that would be really interesting. Like who? Okay, who can come out with the puck and get a goal? And the goaltenders yeah. are in this. You know what I'm saying? It's just a confined space for everybody. So makes it interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, it's physical. Those drills are physical too. So, they are uh, insane. Yeah, I would love to see a fight in an NHL All Star game. <laughs> Why not? Um, you know, and the ones that aren't at the All Star game are mm-hmm. at vacation right now. Come that includes on. a couple of Nashville Predators 
The Preds posted some vacation pictures and uh, you, you see Saros's media availability. And the first thing we said were, those are some outfits. Come on, boys. Those are some outfits there that the Preds got cooking. So here we go. This is our Nashville Predators fit check. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to rank some of the Predators outfits here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we want to start at the bottom or do we just want to just go in order and, and see where we're at? Let's start. You know what? Let's just start since we were talking. I'll start. Let's start with UC Soros. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, follow, you know, obviously the Preds um, social media team have pictures of UC yeah. Soros yesterday at the All-Stars. And I believe you and I have very different takes on Soros's yeah. outfit. Yeah. White shirt. Looks like some black embroidery on it. Yeah. I said it looked like he was going to frolic in the tulips in wooden shoes in Holland. I thought that it was a really cool look. Nick? I thought it looked like I thought it looked like he was about to sell cocaine in 1997. (laughs) So very different takes on Soros. (laughs) I don't see how that's a Holland shirt. Well, it looks a little bit like tulips. Like if you look at yeah, the embroidery, it looks a little like tulips and, and it looks springtime and, and lightweight and festive. It just made me think of Holland and windmills and wooden uh, clogs. So so you're going A plus or A. I'm going oh, I'm here's the thing. I'm gonna go B plus because I'm like black and white, like sorrows. Oh you just <laughs> talked him up and said how much you loved it. And then you're gonna go I B+. love the pattern. But I would have liked to have seen a little splash of color, a little splash of color. And I already have my A plus. Ain't nobody beaten this person outfit already picked out, and it's not Sorrow. So okay, A minus. You know what? I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him a C because you know that with just the black pants, like it ties it together. I feel like he needed like a little like straw hat or something like that. Yeah. Would you wear that shirt? Would you wear Saros's shirt somewhere? I don't think I could pull it off. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll stick with the Joe Burrow, um, the yeah. flag shirt, yeah, the glasses. Yeah. Uh, all right, who's next, Dan? Um, so let's go to the group photo. So a group of the Nashville Predators went to Costa Rica, which I'm super excited for. Good for them. Um, and we ended up with a group photo: Jeremy Lazan. I'm looking at it so I get them right. Jeremy Lasson, Ryan Johansson, Dante Fabro, Cole Smith, Colton Sissons, and Tanner Janot. Yeah. So we have a group shot. Okay, who in the group shot is on the low end of your I mean, I feel like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, (laughs) I don't like the Cole Smith stripes. And boy, it just seems like the world is piling on Goldsmith. First off, uh, in the waterfall pick, I did not know Goldsmith was that ripped. Like the dude is jacked. Oh, he is like, jacked. It, like it looks like he's just like scrolling Twitter at night with like revenge music, like pumping iron or something like that. As like an I'll show you. Uh, I, I feel yeah. like fine like concept but the vertical stripes i feel like the vertical stripes throw it like he kind of looks like a couch okay he kind of looks like a 70s couch wow we are not on the same page at all oh my god do we have (laughs) 
you had this couch, didn't you, growing up? You had this 70s couch. No, we had it somewhere. We had velour couches, let's be clear. And that shirt is not velour. (laughs) I like the I like that Cole Smith has a splash of color. Also agree with you about the fact that he is surprisingly jacked, and I say that just as an observation, nothing inappropriate. But I looked at that picture and the first thought I had was he does the dirty dancing lift on first dates, like in Crazy Stupid Love, like Ryan, whatever the hot Ryan is. He does that. Have you ever seen Crazy Stupid? Gosling, Gosling, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Cole Smith. Never saw that movie. Oh, so Ryan Gosling says that his signature move on a first date to really like reel the girl in is he says he can do the dirty dancing lift. That's Cole Smith. He can do the dirty dancing lift. Like you just, you just know. But how are you down on Cole Smith's like color, like tropical, but not obscene stripes? There are two men in this picture who are wearing white polo shirts they got out of their dad's closet. And you know what? They look clean, Anne. They look like, like they their look dads. They look clean. Nah. Like, I feel like, okay, first off, I feel like you have to judge Jeremy Lazan and Colton Sissons together because I feel like that's they're wearing the exact same they outfit. They are. Like they, they, they definitely called each other the week before vacation and be like, bro, you know what would be like kick-ass like matching outfits? Yeah, if we went in our dad's closet and each picked out one of their white polo shirts they wore to their office job for yeah. 40 years. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like that's that look is a B. Like that's a good that's a good B look. Like it's it's not super flashy or that, but it's like classic, it's clean, you know, it, it accentuates the the little muscles. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give that my lowest grade because it feels like lack of effort. Okay, what, do you, what do you give Tanner Janot? Because his is just like a long sleeve white shirt, but with khaki shorts. Yes, but I give him a much higher grade because it's a button down, first of all. So a little effort. It looks a little linen. So it looks a little more tropical. And if you look closely, there's a pattern in the white. So high five Tanner Janot totally beat okay maybe yeah okay pattern the white is a stretch but no he's got the pattern and he's got white stripes on the white shirt you can see it let's just talk about what we need to talk about when we look at this picture two things okay Ryan Ryan Johansson versus Dante Fabro come on this is the competition we have waited all season for that was the end result of this anyway so here's the thing uh who do you put one i feel like this picture yeah in this picture i you know what i have to i am giving so many props to dante fabro did i ever think i would see dante fabro in a shirt with animal print on it no i did not friends this came out of nowhere. I also suspect he forgot a nice shirt, and that's really Ryan Johansson's. That very but, well could be the case. <laughs> but I love Ryan Johansson just has the perfect tropical shirt. So Ryan Johansson is my winner in this group. How about you? Wait, Ryan Johansson is a winner? or He is my winner. I feel okay. uncomfortable with Dante Fabro and Animal Prince. I'd be lying Ooh, if I said see, otherwise. I feel like... This is hard because I feel like the outfit itself, Dante Fabro, I feel like that's the better overall look. Like the 
dark like Mm -hmm. printed shirt with the dark jeans and like the white sneakers I feel like that's just such a good look yeah I also feel like Ryan Johansson is like your stereotypical like perfect single guy on vacation in the tropics kind of look yes like i feel like that's i feel like that right there is the standard like that man that man has had a pina colada in his hand a lot down (laughs) in costa rica yes nailed it now i will say neither one of those are my best dressed vacation picture my best dress out of all the vacation pictures, Yakov Trenin, who for the oh, record. That is right. Yeah. Who for the record wore the exact same suit to 82 games last season. But look at him now. He's worn this and he's worn the exact same like sky blue floral print for <laughs> vacation. Yeah. He looks fantastic in this picture. Yakov Trenin, first of all, the outfit is amazing. Like, looks like linen pants, light sky blue, tropical shirt with some cream colored, a little bit of like olive green, like a like a pastel olive green in it. And just the way he's standing, hand in the pocket, head cocked to the side. I'm like, yeah, you did. Like, yeah. Yakov Trenin is chef's kiss hockey player on vacation in this picture and i don't know who the beautiful young lady is with him but if she is responsible for this outfit i would hire her as a stylist because he looks amazing yeah best dressed by far that is a man who had just uh, who just signed a three and a half million dollar contract a couple months ago yeah that is that is a man who is able to update his wardrobe yeah he looks fantastic yeah forgot about trending i was all focused on like the group pick and trying to break down that dynamic but doesn't he look great uh is that is that is a fit we didn't even talk about philip forsberg the the 3d print with the the blue hat i know here's the thing could philip forsberg not wear anything and we would be like nailed it i mean you can't he's he's wearing the mustache Exactly. Exactly. The rest is details. The rest is details. He's got that mustache. Um, he's got the blue shirt. It doesn't matter. The shirt doesn't matter. What Philip Forsberg's fit check is always on point. Always. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I agree with you on there. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? We want to hear your thoughts on the Nashville Predators vacation fits. <laughs> Tweet them at LO underscore Predators or comment on our YouTube video. Uh, let us know which Pred you thought had the best fit. Uh, we're going to retweet them on the Locked yes. On uh, Predators account so you can see all the pictures and judge for yourself as well. And where can people find your work? You can find my work online at InsideThePreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at ontheforecheck.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NSMorgan. However you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on your favorite streaming platform or you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit that uh, subscribe button and the bell notification on YouTube so you'll know when we have fresh content out for you. That's going to do it for us on today's Lockdown Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We'll be back tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. It's Friday. We'll be back Monday with an all new episode. We'll see you then.